0: Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. I'm your host, Lucky. And today, I thought I would bring up something, um, you know, a a little, a a different spin to what we've talked about on this channel for years now, uh, which is anxiety and depression. Uh, Before we get into this real quick, uh, just remember I am by no means a professional, so feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. Um, But real quick, right? Right. one of the things that I've always mentioned is the correlation between anxiety and depression, um, and the now obviously anxiety and depression don't always work together, but they they seem to be very correlated in my mind. They they tend to be very correlated. Um, whenever I'm anxious for something, it tends to make me depressed, um, and I wanted to show you a biblical. Uh, you know, because the the Bible is, you know, it, it it has so much wisdom in it that I wanted to, you know, unlo- uh, kind of share that with some of you. Maybe some of you haven't read it. Um, so I just, you know, and I'm just gonna read a couple of verses here. Uh, if you guys want to follow along, um, if you guys are on podcasting platforms, meaning you can't see what I'm doing, uh, I left a couple of links down below to the Blue Letter Blue uh, Blue Letter Bible org, um, which uh. There will be one for the Proverbs chapter, that, or the Proverbs yeah, verse that I'm going to read, and the Philippians verse. I'll let you know when I get to both of those, but you can follow along as well. Otherwise, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, I'll go ahead and bring up the screenshots uh, for you. Uh, let's start off with Proverbs uh, chapter 12, verse 25 here. It says, uh, anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. And actually, I want to read the the New Living Translation of that as well. So um, there'll be another link for you guys in, uh, who are listening to this on podcast if you guys want to read the NLT version, New Living Translation. Just kind of a little bit more of a layman's term for it, uh, a layman's under, um, explanation of it. Uh, so verse 25 in the NLT says, Worry weighs a person down, an encouraging word cheers a person up. And a lot of you are probably like, "Yeah, that sounds pretty good, right?" But worry is a little bit—it's di- it, it, still anxiety. But I did like—I just like the way the NLT put that, right? Because how many times do we worry, and then what do we continue to do? We just continue to worry. It just weighs us down to the point where we get depressed, right? We 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 get to um, we get to the point where we're not able to do our daily functions, or we're not be able to be—we're uh, not able to be there to serve others. Um, but either way, I wanted to go ahead and get into the next verse, uh, a couple of verses over here. Uh, this is from Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7, so if you want to click that uh, link now, if you guys are listening to this on podcast. I also left uh, a couple of links as well in uh, for the YouTube description box, if you guys want to check it out on YouTube, but I'll still have the, uh, the screenshots up. So at um, verse 6, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts um, and minds through Christ Jesus. Uh, so in other words, we had the um, the diagnosis in Proverbs, right? Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, right? That's a diagnosis right there. I want you to re- re-look at that Philippians uh, verse six, um, from chapter four real quick, be anxious for nothing, for nothing. That's, you know, because I think uh, in my, in my past, you know, I kept on saying, do you think that anxiety can be cured? Or do you think it's just something that you have to learn to live with? And I, I was in the camp that it was something you had to learn to live with. But I think I started to, I started to understand this a lot differently after a while. I started to, when when I did get, get saved, I got born again. I did start to see an alleviation of my anxieties. And does that mean that they don't come back? Absolutely, they do come back. You know, let's read the next part of verse 6. But in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And I think this is important because a lot of times we try to uh, force things. We try and make things happen. Oh, I'm going to make this thing. I'm going to make that thing I'm gonna make it happen. And instead of trusting God, I'll give you an example, right? I've been very lonely lately, and I I said to myself, you know, I just I would just pray to God, and I just say, listen, you know, God, if you could just give me someone and whatever it may be, right? Please give me a girlfriend or you know a potential uh, wife, you know that kind of thing. Instead of actually trusting Him, I was about to make like another dating profile or something like that and go through the torment that is dating. Oh, dating is terrible, dude. Anyway, um, I started to instead, you know, look for counsel from people. And a lot of them said the same thing. Hey, you should be waiting for the right person that God puts in front of you because, um, you know, you know, have you let your, you know, have you prayed about it? And that was the first thing they'd ask me about. Then they would ask, have you waited? And that is the hard part. I didn't d- decide to wait. I was anxious, so I tried to rush things. You know, when we're anxious, we tend to rush things. When I was in MMA, um, uh, you know, in striking in particular, or actually, uh, sorry, jujitsu, um, whenever I got anxious and, you know, somebody had me in a chokehold, I would make mistakes and it would make the chokehold even worse. Uh so I think it's important to remember when we are anxious when we are worrying we tend to make mistakes so instead of being patient and waiting uh for the for 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 God to um for 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 God to provide instead of waiting for things to happen we tend to just rush things and make a bunch more mistakes and make it even worse um, so I, I say this to you, and maybe somebody of you some of you are atheists or agnostic out there. Um, you know, welcome to the channel. Obviously, I, I said that I'm gonna make a little bit of a Christian switch to this. Um But when we talk about, you know, in, in real life, how many times do we try and change things that we have no control over? How many times do we try and change the emotions of somebody that we uh that we don't like? How many times do we try and change the emotions of a loved one who we disagree with? How many times do we try and just change the, uh, or look at the, the, the way the government is run and, and just say, oh, that's, you know, that's so stupid or, and, and just grumble about it and just, um, complain about it. Right. How many times do you guys do that? Because I, I find myself doing it a lot. Um, and so, but once I start to notice, that I'm, tr- I'm just complaining about all these things that I can't control instead of focusing on the things that I can control, which would be me. Right. Um, Then it it tends to, I tend to get too distracted. Instead of looking on the things that I can control, which once again is me, right? Uh, When I get up in the morning and hit that snooze alarm, instead of going to the gym, Right. I'm making a choice. And I think it's important for us to not get too wrapped up in the way in the things that we can't control and to uh, look for the things that we can control. And going back to Proverbs real quick, uh, but a good word makes it glad or in the um, NLT version, uh, an encouraging word cheers a person up. Right. I think that actually tells us um, how to encourage others. Right. Um a good example of this is is some counsel that I've gotten from people at my church. Um, one of the things that they'll they'll say is they'll say what I'm doing wrong, but they'll say it with a solution. They won't just say, "Oh, well, you messed that up." Oh, you did this. Oh, you did that. They'll give me they'll they will give me a solution, right? Um, when I was dealing with pornography, right. I I told my pastor, Hey, you know, is there anything that I can look at for this? And, you know, he gave me a bunch of these, uh, these, these Bible verses just like off the top of his head, which is incredible. Um, but you know, also other people have, you know, and you know, this is what I'd say to you, find, find, uh, and this is where the community aspect comes in, right? the, the, the two things that I always talk about, right. Purpose and community, um, but in Christianity, that's like supercharged, right? <laughs> um, we have our purpose, which is to serve uh, serve God. And then we have our community, which is our fellow believers. So this is why it's so important to have a good community uh, is because – you know, when they give you advice, you want it to actually be good advice. You don't want advice from people who are weighing you down, right? What, what do we say about uh, the in the NLT, right? Uh, worry weighs a person down, and if you're if you're taking advice from people who make you worry even more right um i've i've seen this happen where pe- an anxious person will give another anxious person advice and uh, nothing completely wrong with that but you also don't want it to be a situation where the blind are leading the blind you you want it to be where someone can at least lead somebody somebody who's learned from their mistakes can lead somebody else or you know you obviously you can have a discussion but once it turns into advice um it has to you know there there has to be a little bit of a discernment there going into you know the the last part of the you know the last things I kind of wanted to say on this um, is the peace of God, and this is something that's very important. And with with the peace of God, what what which surpasses all understanding. This is from this is from verse seven of uh, of Philippians uh, chapter four. Let's talk about that more real quick. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding. Um, this is something that it comes through faith because faith doesn't exactly come. Um, by a complete understanding right i i ended up having faith and then my understanding came afterwards where i started seeing the 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 evidence that there was a god that there is a god um and but I, it, it it took uh, it took um it started with a faith based relationship with christ um and there's something about that and this is something that i have to actually Re- retract or, 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 go back on, uh, that I said in, I want to say like a couple of years ago where I used to say, um, you know, listen, I don't think, I, I think that hope is good and everything, but I just don't think it is. Um, I think, I don't think it's the same thing as, you know, knowing or doing things. I think uh, now that hope is important for, for everybody, right? Without hope, we're hopeless. Um, that those are the only two things, right? Um, and I think that you have to, you have to have that kind of hope. And so my hope is in the perfect being, right? Which is God, not in a, a man, not in, I mean, how many, how many times has, has, um, have people let you down in your life, right? Maybe a hero of yours fell down or, you know, maybe something just happened to them, right? And you just started to realize, oh, they're not who I thought I was. Cause you had complete faith in them. Um, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't happen. There, there, there's this funny picture of like a, a dude saying like, uh, "This is how many times God has let me down." It's like an empty whiteboard. Um, but yeah, you know, I, that's that's the important thing. So be careful where you put your faith in. Um, ultimately, you know, I, and I only say this because this is w- this is what helped me. You know, um, if anybody's dealing with this type of stuff, you know, please reach out to to a Bible believing church in your community. I'm not saying that therapy doesn't help, but I am also saying that, um, that, you know, your relationship to Christ is the most important thing that I've been struggling to find for so long. You guys have, if you guys listen to me for a good amount of time, you guys know how much I've struggled in this channel. Just, you know, constantly feeling anxious, constantly feeling depressed. Um, you know, I've, I've talked about it before, but now I even though I go through these things I ultimately have the faith the confidence in my redeemer Jesus Christ who sacrificed himself for you know for my redemption for all of our salvation and there's a confidence in that there there is there is a a confidence going forward that I am saved and there is a confidence going forward that, um, you know, that I have the Holy Spirit within me, and it's guiding me. And once again, you can't you can't talk about Christianity without the supernatural elements of it. Um, so let's go back to kind of what we talked about today, guys. So anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. But be anxious for nothing in Philippians chapter 4. But in everything, in prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Let God handle all the stuff that you can't. Give it up to God. Throw your worries up at God. How how many of you have worried about something for months, years maybe, and it hasn't gone away? You know, give that up to God because you can't handle it. And that's okay. I'm here to tell you that it's okay that you can't handle it. I can't handle it either. <laughs> it's totally fine that you can't handle it. But rest in the peace of God, going to verse 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Believe. Believe in Jesus Christ. And let him, um, let him save you. And give your worries up to God. And let him guide you. Let him give you this free gift of grace and be anxious for nothing. Anyway guys, I hope you enjoyed this video and podcast. Remember you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box also, uh, or the description box in the uh, if you guys are watching this on YouTube. Um, also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. But as always guys, don't forget to keep it casual.